Another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerd DJ's radio network. Come on, man. Legend after legend after legend after legend. And today is absolutely no exception. We got Love and Marriage Detroit's own, Star Factory Media's own, Brandon and Christina Smith. Glad to have you. How you guys doing? Hey, good. 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 How are you? Thanks for having us. Oh, it's, it's an honor and a privilege. How's the family? Everybody's good. Can't oh. complain. Did you guys design that room? Yep. That is beautiful. <laughs> work. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. The ceiling is, is, yo, my pops used to be into, to, you know, kind of remodeling homes and shit like that. And man, God rest his soul, but he would love that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, kind of came together pretty nice. Guys, still in the penthouse? Nope. That was so dope. And I watched the whole season, man. And literally, I watched it the whole season. And one day, I was glued to the TV. Yeah, man. I'm, you binged it. I did binge it. You know, me and my wife sat up here and screamed at the TV, talked shit. Ah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> think that was uh, what a lot of people did <laughs> uh, how does how does it feel um it, you know it's a little surreal um just because you know season one it's like your life doesn't really change that much but you know st- still people people still stop you on the street and treat you you know like a celebrity or whatever um but it's once once we once you're done filming, it's just like your life just goes right back to the same stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's still cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed filming. Um, it made me a little anxious at times because you never really know what you're walking into. They kind of mm-hmm. give you your schedule and you just kind of show up. You don't know who's gonna be there. You don't know what type of conversations you guys are going to have to engage in. So I think that always leaves like a little anxiety. Um, But it's kind of cool having cameras follow you around. You kind of get used to it at first. It's, oh my God, there's cameras in my face. And then next thing you know, a week goes by and you ain't thinking about them cameras. You got to get your point across. (laughs) You just like, so what? They they become like a part of your family. So it's, it's really cool. Like you said, it's, it's surreal. So, do you get to decide where the cameras stop? No, I mean, if we decided to just walk away and walk out of the room, I guess we would end the scene or try to. Production probably wouldn't be having that, but no, it's like completely orchestrated by production. 
Yeah, but everything okay. is scheduled. It's not like a. It's not like the real world where the cameras are just rolling. Everything mm-hmm. is scheduled, so it's not oh. like twenty. Not like a twenty-four-seven where they're just following you everywhere. Oh yeah, no, no. Oh, we schedule. Okay. Yeah, we get our time. We have. We get a schedule. Um, sometimes those scenes can go for up to like four to five hours. Um, maybe you have two or three scenes in a day, but it's not like. Like he said, it's not like constant, like a camera is like in your house with you all the time, driving in the car with you all the time. No. And you guys had tried this before this season, correct? And it didn't pan out the way uh, uh, he wanted it. And you guys came back and that's when you added Anthony and and the doctor, correct? No. um, No. So we were part of the original like we were part of the original cast that they wanted and then mm-hmm. right before like two months before we were scheduled to start shooting two of the original couples bailed out so then they decided mm-hmm. to put they decided to shoot dc ahead of detroit so while dc was shooting they were recasting and that's when we brought on anthony and latoya and we brought on kobe and um, russell any regrets in those in those moves Yes. <laughs> um, oh why? my god! What a question. <laughs> I mean, well, I watched I mean, the I whole think... show. I, I would have regretted bringing on Russell and Kobe, given the fact that you guys were like really like y'all was legitimate friends. Mm-hmm. And, and it yeah, seems I, to, I to not end good. For, yeah, I regret both decisions for different reasons. Like you said, I, I regret bringing on Russell and Latoya because like. Russell and Kobe. Oh, right, Russell and Kobe. Because like, yeah, like that. You know, those was the homies. Like, you know that 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 was my. You know, Russell was my dog. And it just, you know, it's just the 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 friction from the show got in between us. And then I re I regret bringing on Anthony and Latoya just because I didn't know Anthony was cut like that. And so, you know, he he can go somewhere. Oh, okay, I had to. I had the uh, honor of interviewing him last week, and from what he said, it was it was just basically all business. Like he didn't take anything personal, and and he would love to even go forward and make money with y'all. Just telling you what he said. Well, I mean, you know, I didn't. Um, I didn't bring in Anthony's ops. You know, from off the. You know, I, I didn't bring in Anthony's ops to the show. I didn't take people and pit people uh, against Anthony like the publicist. I didn't. We didn't do none of that to him. So of course he would do it again. Anthony did all that to me and Christina. So um, yeah, like, and and most of the stuff he did off camera, right? Like a, a lot of the stuff that you saw on the show, you didn't actually see it. Like you didn't see the conversation um, between me and him about the publicist. You didn't see a conversation between him and her, um, you know, like him and the publicist. You didn't see the meeting of them planning this showcase without me. So it was just like he was confusing the producers because he I think he was like I think his version of like drama is hating. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's what your business is, brother, and like you can say that you could take that to the to somewhere else because. You don't, we don't have to be entertaining by hating on each other. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. 
You know what I'm saying? Like we can be entertaining by building together, having, you know, friction with that, but we don't have to be hating on each other. So, yeah. So from a business standpoint, there's no part of you that said that how, however he got down is helped y'all get another season. You cut hello, off. Hello, hello. Didn't hear oh, your question. I'm sorry. What I was saying from a business standpoint. Can you hear us? I can hear you now. And, and it is getting a little grainy. I'm not sure if that's me. I don't think so because I still okay. look the same. <laughs> but can you guys hear me? We're good now. We can hear Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, uh-huh. So you don't see, I guess my question is, so you don't see any advantage to his hating from a business standpoint? Um, like the, I would say like the first half of the season, it was cool because he was like a master instigator and that's fine. That, that, that's fine. Like, you know, instigating some stuff is cool, but where you, when you going and telling a publicist that I like a complete fabricated lie where now me and that publicist do not have the same relationship and that publicist has now blocked Christina. No, you know what I'm saying? No, that's not, that's not business. That's just pure hating. Um, and I don't think it was a storyline that made the show better. Like, I feel like it confused people, you know, it confused people because he was introducing stuff that was not happening on camera. So, um, yeah, I don't, well, don't look at it that way. I'll say that for me, you guys in the beginning, I ain't like y'all. Y'all grew. And towards the end, y'all were my favorite couple. Am I wrong in that assessment? When you guys look back on it, how did you see you? Um, that was pretty much the, the general consensus um, for, for a lot of people. Um, I mean, you know, we came in, we came in like with our real issues, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't trying to hide nothing. Yeah. And so some of those issues made us look a certain way. Um, but yeah, towards the end, you know, we, um, it's like we, we stopped beefing and, you know, with each other. Yeah. And, you know, we had to deal with all everybody else coming our way. And that kind of like made us, you know, more favorable in a lot of people's opinions. Y'all seem to, to weather the storms together more so than anybody else. Like they were still dealing with issues towards the end. Most definitely. Um, but, but y'all was like, OK, you know what? Like like what what people didn't like well what i didn't like about you was the 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 studio incident and i think i probably it's a probably general i felt bad for for, for christina and i'm like dude i even like i've been a big asshole my whole life i wouldn't have said that but <laughs> yeah i got through that I, I, bro i've been an asshole i've been an ain't shit dude like i've been there but y'all got through it, man, and I was so proud of y'all. What did y'all do? Like behind the that. scenes, was it just talking, or did y'all see something? Like, like, or is that just how y'all are? Um, 
Y'all can weather anything. Um, I mean, we we both are believers in the Lord, and so you know, we we make sure that that's like number one, and then you know, through that, we we always able to pull through. But while we were filming, it was just like after that episode four, where we legit did not speak for four straight days after that. I was just like, yo, we about to we about to get divorced in front of everybody, in front of all these viewers. We're gonna have to pull it together. So I, I know I made a conscious decision to really start trying to make this make my marriage my top priority, whether them cameras was on or off. And so we kinda, you know, we kinda we kinda worked it out. How'd y'all meet? <laughs> we met on Twitter in 2011. 10. We didn't, we followed each other in 2010. Yeah. We met, like we had a conversation in 2011 on Twitter, January 2011. And we were married by June 2011. So Damn, we had like a six months. Must have been popping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it was, it, it was instant, you know, it was instant chemistry, instant fireworks. Um, we just knew, we knew that we, we, we knew, like, I knew that she was the one. Um, and so we just went ahead and went ahead and made it happen. Yo, yeah, it, happened y'all, oh, it was, uh, the, the whole, the, you know, the first date shit is like killing the internet right now. Where'd y'all go on y'all first date? tell you know younger folks is like actually from a guy's standpoint the less you spend on that first date the more likely you are to have a long lasting relationship with her I agree yeah I mean I don't really contrary to popular belief I'm very like I don't want to say low maintenance because I'm not low maintenance but I definitely am not super bougie to wear you know I can't experience the average first date. Like, that's not, like, let's just have a good time. Let's talk. Let's get to know each other. And let's eat good. Like, you don't have to take me to, you know, the most expensive chop house in the city. It'll be nice, and we can work our way up to that, but it's not a necessity. I I thought you would be kind of like, we got to go to the five-star super spot and i mean now you know i would expect those things because you know you just said it. He, he's been an a-hole at times and he owed me <laughs> <laughs> at this point i don't want to do everything you better take me somewhere nice 
you better buy me all the nice things. You better upgrade my ring. You better buy me the best cars. Okay, you caught a little hell too, though. I got and and and. and Sometimes we feel unsupported. And I think that was a theme throughout. Well, not just y'all. I think all the men on the show felt a little unsupported when they felt like they gave their, their all in supporting their spouse. Was it was there any any credence to that? Yeah. I'm asking you, Miss Smith. Yeah, you're asking you. I mean, I feel like my support looks different for me than what I think his expect expectation of support um, was or is. I feel like when I'm at home with my children all day, I'm raising my children, I'm homeschooling my children, I'm keeping the house, and you're at work from morning until 10, 11, 12 o'clock, midnight i feel like that's me supporting your dream like hey this is what i need to do i need to grind this out for 12 years so we can get over this hump and then be be good so i feel like i'm sacrificing having the marriage i want for him to have the career that he wants and to me i feel like that's being extremely supportive because I feel like a lot of times I carry our marriage because he just was too busy. Most women, I feel like, would not stay in a situation like that. So to me, I felt like I was being, you know, extremely supportive. Letting you chase your dream while I'm at home by myself feeling like a single mom. I feel like most successful entrepreneur husbands be busy. I understand so... busy. And I think most women do stay in those scenarios, but that's just me. I think personally, that's overlooked in the pre-marriage conversation. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then when it when it when it when the topic comes up, by the time the topic actually comes up, it's been a problem before that for a while. So I think that what I think what a lot of people didn't know was. When Brandon and I first got married, um, I was like a mini Brandon at Star Factory. I was here 24-7 with him. I was vocal training when he couldn't vocal train. You know, I was, you know, helping groom his girl groups. I was styling everybody. I was running all the errands. I was, you know, running the ledgers and the business. And so that dynamic changed once I had my first daughter. Okay. And so we, you know, we were doing this together. We spent, so we, although he was super busy working, I was working with him. So we still saw yeah. each other enough. Yeah. So it, it just a new dynamic came once we had children. And I don't think we did a, a good job at um, adjusting. Man, kids, kids, they're, they're a beautiful, ugly situation sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just are like they change yeah. everything and you really aren't you don't know who you got until you have kids in some in a lot of scenarios, um, especially when you're younger. You know, and yeah. yo, y'all got some beautiful kids, though. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, and the the love that both of y'all share for your kids is palpable. Yeah. You know, um, and and for the record, if nobody's told y'all today, I'm proud of y'all. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try to make sure I tell our. I, I try to tell our people that because we don't hear it enough. Well, yeah, we appreciate that. Um, Star Factory, how does how's that going now? It's going good. Um, I, I feel like I done. I feel like I done um, worked with it, probably about eighty percent of the singers in this city. Um, and uh, like once uh, like once the pandemic hit. Well, what Star Factory was like super popping, popping before the pandemic, and it kind of changed since then because like, like this is a very intimate thing, singing like singing to somebody's face. So like with COVID, like it took a big hit, but right. um, that's like when the pandemic hit, I started like consulting the artists, which is what I should have been doing for, like some way earlier because I started helping them with the the after part of Star Factory. So it's like you come to Star Factory, you become a better artist, better singer, better performer, better songwriter. And then you leave and you go try to figure everything else out on your own. But starting in 2020, I started like a management consulting division where I started helping them, you know, further their brands and engage with their fans and create their content and their marketing campaigns and all that. And a lot of my clients started having way more success. And so um, we're doing that now. And so we got a lot of artists who are like winning out here, small wins, but they're eating, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some of these artists are able to quit their jobs and really do this on a full-time level. And that really is, that's like huge to me where I can take a client and help them be able to quit their job off this music stuff. So that's like, that's like, that's my whole mission. That's my whole mission. When um, is Christina's album dropping? Sure. <laughs> we're doing vocal training right after this so it, it, it might it might it actually might be a thing uh, um it actually might be a thing yeah you see how he does me what? I'm just saying, I'm he just can't out. help himself <laughs> what does that mean that, that, actually might be a thing okay go ahead and sing for the people go ahead go ahead show them your, go ahead go ahead since you since you <laughs> what? Go ahead. I'm trying to play you. I'm it actually to... might be a thing. He oh, said no. he worked with 80% of the of the artists here in Detroit. He ain't worked with me. <laughs> That's absurd. It is a thing. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. We got why well, you got the platform. Go ahead. Showcase. Go ahead. Showcase the, all that talent. Wow. Come on, bro. I can't be on your side with this one, man. <laughs> I, I, why not though? I didn't say, I didn't say not. I didn't, I, I, I didn't say no. But what's You've been married you long about? enough to know, bruh. Thank that you. That not saying yes is a no. Okay, listen. Stop, Billy. I legit did not think that this is something she wanted to do. When we met, she had three jobs. Why do you always have to say that? <laughs> because you did. <laughs> And none of them were pertaining to music or nothing. Like, and so she claims that when we got married, she she moved to Detroit. Um, 
that I told her that I didn't marry no artist and I don't want no artist. I don't remember saying that. But it, but the main if I did say it, the main reason I said it is because I just didn't think that she was still on that way. Like, do you tell your do you tell clients when they show up at Star Factory for a consultation that I tell them what I expect out of them. Right? Why are you going to tell me what you expected out of me when I said I wanted to get back into music? Because I didn't Instead see... Instead of not saying... See, it doesn't see, matter what you see. I didn't see the you, undying passion. But you I don't do that for it. your clients. You don't do that when they come to Star Party. Even if you don't see the undying passion, you don't turn them away. Because they be paying your bill. They be paying your car note. <laughs> well, how about this? I, 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 just, you know, I'm just a random bystander in the conversation. <laughs> um, but how about four songs? Hello, a little EP? A little EP, yes. I can, I can get with that. I can get with that. You down with that? Four songs? I'm down. I've been down. I've just been waiting for you to show up. Why? Okay. Why are you waiting on him, though? I'm just curious. Why are you waiting on him? Um, well, I was waiting on him. I've actually started moving around without him. So, okay. if he wants to jump on, he can. But the train will still go with or without him. I would love to work with my husband, of course. Um, but, you know, I can't. I, mean, I, I can't. you got? I can't put my dreams on hold because he doesn't see my passion. I kind of see, I, I, to be fair, I kind of see what he means. It's like, like if you have an artist, you have somebody that comes to you and they've written a hundred songs or they've got a hundred of their own tracks. Working with them becomes easier for you because you're feeding off of the hunger they already have. If somebody comes to you and says, "Well, I just want you to do everything," it makes it 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 makes you pause a little bit because you don't know how they're going to respond in the future. So ask him how many artists have come to him who had a deal on the table with Sony Records. You had a deal on the table? Well, yeah, that's bad, bro. Like way before I met her. And why did and why did I stop doing music? Because because these all these producers wanted to boink you. Okay, so if I finally <laughs> am married, I'm finally married to a producer, and I feel safe, and I'm like, okay, I show music because the men out here are grimy in the industry. I shelved it because of that. I didn't feel safe. So when you meet your when your husband is a producer and you feel safe here and you finally are like okay I can really do this and it's in a safe way. You did not verbalize that to me. The way that you, you was talking like that was your past. That was it. I thought I just thought you was done with that life. I mean, being an artist is like one of the hardest jobs in the universe. And and what I I literally told my clients this last night. I was like, if you're if you're not a little bit delusional, then you should not be an artist. Because you have to have delusional. Oh, I'm type delusional.
Oh my. I got that. <laughs> wow, she looks just like you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like he spit her out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, the communication never stops. You can always be better at communicating. You know, yeah. now y'all done got y'all done got better with the kids. Y'all done got better with 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 you know y'all careers or where y'all at in the marriage. Now it may be time to get better at at becoming partners again outside of the house. Yeah. Seems like you guys were great before the kids as far as she had her role, you had yours, but y'all was all in the same car, on the same highway, same destination. Yeah. She I can sing. That. She can yeah, really, yeah. really, really sing. Yeah, she she definitely can. Thank you. Thank you too. Well, I I want to hear some shit. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I'm rooting for you, Christina. Thank you. So I, I really am working um, towards recording. Um, you know, becoming like this full-blown artist that is traveling the country doing shows everywhere and on everybody's big stage. That's not necessarily my goal. I definitely do want to put good music out, though. I want, you know, I want to put good music out there. Okay. I'll perform here and there, but you will. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's get it then. Please, please, I'm I'm three out. I'm two and a half hours away. Invite me. I'll show up. And okay, support. so when I have my first show, I'll make sure you're there. If that if that's okay with him. You want to stand or something? Huh? No, I'm in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, I grew up in board. Detroit. I was born and raised there, but. You know, I moved here some some years ago. Still regretting okay. that. Anyway, you regret. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Cleveland and Detroit are kind of like similar. No, no, no. Okay. Com completely okay. different. Just like I never met a person that never left their neighborhood until I moved to Cleveland. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. like. Cleveland, like Detroit, the the freeways make everybody so much closer and so much more accessible. Here, the freeways were an afterthought, so they're like on the outskirts of town, except for downtown. So people don't tend to like it's people here that never been to the west side, and they're fifty. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. And that's well, like an isolated mean... incident. Well, I mean. I don't know nothing about the east side, even though I've been there, but I couldn't tell you nothing. Like I that mean, skating I, rink, I never even heard of that skating rink before we got there that day. I and, and I, 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 I expressed my concern about going to that skating rink to Anthony because that was a wild ass move. <laughs> I've been to that skating those, rink. It had one of those lights on it. What's that light for? Like Green Light Project. The Green Light Project. Does that mean it's like a high crime area or something? Yeah, I mean the police are supposed to be watching live. So when I saw that, it's, I was like, okay. It's on the east side, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. I went to that skating rink. This is when I was a teenager, and this how bad this place has been, and how long ago it's been bad. I seen two girls beat up fifteen girls. I never forget that. 
Yeah, it was two sisters, and they didn't say shit. These these, these girls call themselves gonna jump them, and they chased them out the skating rink. These girls didn't run. They and when the girls surrounded them, they just went back to back and put the beat down on all them chicks. Like the whole crowd was like, I'm telling you, if we'd have had cameras back there, camera phones back then, you're talking about going viral. I ain't never seen no shit like that. Wow. Yeah, it was some. It was excuse my language. I'm sorry. I forgot she was there. It was some superhero stuff, though. Never forget it. Um, and I'm sorry. We got so sidetracked off of the show, man. You guys are just adorable. <laughs> we having a good um, time. We just vibing. Have you guys talked to Russell and Kobe? Still since I have talked to Russell, we actually um, went to breakfast. But uh. Yeah. Uh, Kobe and I have not spoken, but like you said, him and Russell have, they made plans and went to breakfast recently. But it was just that one time. It's like the whole dynamic is different now. It's just totally different. Yeah, I, 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 Anthony gave me some of the kind of backstory with the Kobe cat comment. Because it didn't seem like what that big that? of a deal. What was the backstory? Because if because... he said it, it ain't no telling what, what truth of it is. Um, well, he was saying that you you, you and Russell really, really, really were tight. And, okay. you know, like, like I guess you worked for him at one point. Well, and... He was a supervisor. He was a supervisor at the job that I worked at. Oh, okay. That's probably me... Mis- misremembering it. Um, no, whatever the case may be. He tells people that he worked for Brandon. I mean, Brandon worked for him and Russell put food on our table when we didn't have nothing. Yeah. Okay. I, we, um, I, I had a lot. And um, then when I worked... Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said if he, if he said it, it could be so many twists and turns and extensions of the truth. Well, I don't want to get it. I don't want to be messy, you know, but it, it, it's, it seemed as though you know, the way he was explaining it and it didn't seem like malice. It just seemed like like you and Russell really had a good a good relationship and he didn't expect it. Like if Anthony had said that, I don't think he would have taken it the same way as you saying that because of how cool y'all were. Y'all were like actually friends, friends. Yeah. But do you do you? He said Kobe Cat, right? I think everybody's acting like he called her a B-I-T-C-H. Like I say, I think it was it was now, granted, definitely blown out of proportion. I don't think he should have said it. Yeah, I think it was blown out of proportion. I don't think he should have said it, especially given the how sensitive the atmosphere was at the moment. Mm-hmm. It was just definitely, he shouldn't have said it. But again, I believe it was blown out of proportion because why is he didn't call you a B, he didn't tell you to die. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say I hate your guts. You know what I'm saying? It's just like to me, had he had said something like that, then I can see where that all the anger could come from. But I think it was more the situation as more so than what he said. Saying scenes, it in front of all those people was different. Like it, it was, was, just, it was just in front of us. No, it was just us four. Yeah. Nobody I'm, else I'm, was I'm, around. I'm trying here. I yeah, don't think I would have wanted to. But it's all good. I mean, 
I feel like we weren't given any grace or he wasn't given any grace or we weren't given any grace considering that an episode or two prior to that episode, we had an anniversary dinner where Kobe, you know, said, you know, blew up Brandon's spot about him signing this artist. Now, if you wanted to tell me that, that's fine. But to choose to tell me that at that place and time on our anniversary, on our anniversary was not necessary. But we gave so much grace there. We never held it against them. He didn't hold it against Russell for telling her. And I didn't hold it against her for telling me during that time. Yeah, that was... We gave a lot of grace. It was just like, okay, but... don't worry about it. It's okay. I understand. And we moved on from it. That was a wild-ass anniversary dinner. It I'm just completely changed the whole dynamic of our friendship. Yeah, it, it definitely went downhill from there on skates. But I like them as a I like them. And I like you guys. And I hate to see the fact that, that a 20-year relationship is, I won't say over, but definitely got some huge cracks in it as a result of some cameras. Okay, some cameras and some things that shouldn't have been said. Yeah, that, that, me and Russell, um, me and Russell's is uh, six years. I've known Anthony for twenty years. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I, I, I get your point though. But it was so still. Uh, although he knew Russell though, right? for, okay, for probably. I'm sorry, you uh, can't really y'all, y'all say kind of breaking up. Oh, can you hear us? Yeah, move the camera again us? for me, though. Can you just uh, move your phone a little bit for me? I don't know. The last time I did that, it, you, you did that. It worked so well and got a clearer picture. Because you're gonna, we're gonna look back. It'll be it. This will be on uh, Spotify and iTunes and all of that. But the picture will be grainy as hell on YouTube. And uh, it, 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 as long as we can hear each other, I'm fine with that. That we were, can you hear us? Are we good now? I can't. Yeah. Okay. What I was going to say was, as long, although Anthony and Brandon have had a 20 year, I can't even call it a friendship. They've known each other for 20 years. Um, Russell and Brandon, that six years that they've known each other, they were way more close than, um, you know, Brandon had ever been to Anthony. So. Well, the way I explained it to Anthony was like every good show has a, a villain and a good guy and somebody that vacillates in between both. And you guys were the the the, the midway. You guys went from villain to to in the good graces. Anthony and the doctor were the villains and Russell and Kobe were the good guys. And I think that the 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 editors had kind of decided that pretty early. They decided actually, I don't know, probably like uh, after they probably saw like the third or fourth episode. As far as you guys were concerned, I think Anthony was an easy call early on, and the fact that Russell was like, and I explained this to Anthony, like he was the biggest black guy. They didn't want to make him look like the angry black guy, which I appreciated. 
So they may, and, and the fact that, you know, he was into the church and he was going to school to be a, I don't know if it was a pastor or a minister, however you define it. Um, but you know, he was the good guy and I, you, you got to kind of run with those storylines and it's just, sometimes it sucks that people's lives get caught up in the storylines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does she, does she want to say something? Yeah, you oh, hello. Oh, huh? Five. Do you want to say hello? Wow. Hello. Hi, hello. What's your name? How are you? What's your name? Five. Okay. <laughs> me too. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say hi for a camera No? Okay. Hi. We didn't okay. have a sitter, so we figured this would happen at some point. Okay, um, so you're like actually really people? I don't, you know, you would be the we're, first time. Yes, we're real yeah. people. We have real children. <laughs> they make appearances. <laughs> so how, how old is your other, the other one? Um, Britson is Eight. eight. She hurt her finger, so she's shy today. Oh, she's God. Really sad. All right, y'all, go in, go in the other room. Okay. Hey, grandkids room. older than them. You make me feel so old. You're probably so, not that much older than me. Oh, I'm definitely older than you. You're probably 20 years younger than me. <laughs> at, at the least. We're not going to go there. Um, Maybe I just look good for the, my age. Well, you know what? I'm not going to ask. But I personally am 51. So do with that what you will. Um, what's the biggest lesson y'all learned about the other person during this, this experience? About him? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I think that watching this show back, I could definitely see that he was hurt and felt like I, I didn't support him. And I didn't hear him. Yeah, I think that, you know, I, it made me realize that although I, I'm a good wife, that there's always, you know, room for improvement and growth. And mm-hmm. it made me realize that, you know, he's very sensitive to my words and how I, how I speak them to him. Um, and I just, I have a tendency to just say, I'm very blunt. I have a tendency to just say what I want, how I feel, and that's that. And you better understand it because I didn't mean it in a bad way. So if you took it in a bad way, that's your problem, not mine. So I saw myself in that light and I saw his genuine hurt from, you know, like what that did to him over the years. 
So that was an area that I, I had to repent to the Lord about mm. and um, do the work to do better. Okay. How about you, bro? And I learned, um, it's like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't learn a lot about her. i learned a lot about just our whole dynamic. I learned that I like uh, most of how I existed in this marriage is off of like hurt and bitterness. And, um, but I, you know, like I already knew, but, and it was reinforced that she definitely has my back and will always have my back. Um, but then, you know, a lot of stuff has happened since then that, you know, you may have to just check on season two, but, um, yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruh's just too yeah, I cool. Think we're gonna be all right. <laughs> I think we're gonna be all right. So, so you, if you go back and do it again, like it start over. I don't mean season two, but it, it, from the beginning. Um, yeah, but just you know, definitely do some things differently. Um, I would, I would that like business wise, I would do stuff differently too um like i don't feel like star factory was shown enough i don't feel like what what i do and what we do is shown enough mm -hmm. um so i would i would definitely do that more like i would pressure them to to do more show more of that but i like i literally i was i'm not gonna say i was excited but i was like i put this show as my top priority so i pretty much took like the whole summer off and um, to like just have the the energy and, and, and space to do this show, but um, if we do this season, if we do a season two, oh no, nah, it ain't gonna be like that at all. I'm I'm gonna still be working full Yo, time. How's the artist doing? The one that you signed that she didn't know about. So, uh, shit, yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's fine, but uh, as far as her career. As far as her career, it's <laughs> so crazy. You know, she didn't live in Detroit. She lived in Austin. So oh. without me being able to babysit her and motivate her and like just stay on her, she just doesn't do a lot. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't doing enough for, for me to maintain, you know, like helping her out like that. So, um, yeah, like. It's just, it's not, it's not a lot going on with that. So, yeah, I, I just, I, it doesn't seem to be her plan A. Okay. Hmm, interesting. I'm sorry, bro. Nah, he done <laughs> shut me down 12 I'm sorry, years man. ago. This he was not me, bro. Me it was not me. He done <laughs> shut me down 12 years ago because I wasn't passionate enough, but you go and sign somebody and then you learn. You ever thought that he was scared to lose you? I think that's what it is. I just need him to be honest about that. 
Because he definitely said to me, I ain't marrying no artist. I don't want my wife in the studio with no producers all day and night. Being that you quit for that for, for the producer reason, it's a legitimate concern. I mean, I know how these producers get down. And I'm not I, I know that a lot of these producers could care less about your talent, about you winning, like, um, and Cause I mean, I hear it from my clients and we actually have a problem with that in this city, you know what I'm saying? But, um, see, I started as a producer, but I retired. So I'm not a producer no more. Like I can't make her beats. I, I don't do it no more. So I would be, you know, reliant. You still got on... hands, bro. Nobody man, came and cut your fingers off. <laughs> no, like you got to understand, man, like, like, when I do something, I really do it. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm not producing every day and like keeping that muscle, on, I'm just not going to do it at all because I, I have to be excellent at that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So the stuff that I do every day, I'm a beast at. So I will pull in people who do it every day to, you know what I'm saying, to, to produce her. Um, but of course now I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be like, you know, I ain't, she ain't going by herself. Why not? I'm straight. So I have to protect you. But don't feel okay. And you don't even want to be home by yourself. If you want to be in the studio by yourself, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go to Greenfield Plaza <laughs> by yourself. They would come. We have a studio here at Star Factory. They have to come work with me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. I get the concern, but I also get the fact that, hey, you know, she she she's an adult adult. And I think that she's, you know, I don't think you're going to put her in a situation with a producer that you feel is 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 shysty. And, you know, outside of like a physical assault type of situation, which I haven't heard too many producers doing. I'm sure it happens. Um, but generally speaking, I think that the, the innuendos and the, you know, you, I'll do this for you type of shit. I don't think she's going to get into that. You know, she, she's fully aware of how to say, no, nah, bro, I'm cool. I got to check. I mean, I, that's why I didn't sign the deal with Sony records was because the producer I was working with wanted to be in a relationship with me and on my way to California to sit down with the execs of Sony he was like, so when you get here, we're going to be together, right? And I'm like, nah, bro, we're not going to be together. I never told you that. And so he went on this tangent about, you know, you wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for me. I got you here. I got you this far. You mean you're not going to be with me? And I was like, you know what? I'm not coming at all. You can take the deal and do whatever you want with it. Let them know that I won't be there. And that's, I dropped it. So there's nothing that anybody can do to entice me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To get further in my career. Like that's just not, I don't compromise. So that's not, that would never be an issue for me. I think you gave him way too much power though. You can still um, show up. I think that. No, I think for me, 
it was a confirmation that the industry is grimy for women. I mean, that particular person ended up, he's in jail now with 13 um, sexual assault counts. So, you know what I'm saying? I dodged a bullet. Okay, yeah, you definitely did dodge a bullet. I understand you had to go with that guy, but you could have still went without well, that that's guy. that's where the, that was the, so that was the connection, and that was what he was saying. Like, this is my connection. I got you here. Yeah, but he just he lied. Would be my, I mean, Your talent he got you. I maybe didn't know. I didn't have like a manager. I didn't have anybody, you know, like okay. overseeing my career at the time. You know, mm -hmm. I trusted him because it was somebody that I had known for a long time. Damn, so, 13 counts though? Jesus mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah. Ooh. So he's gonna be in there for a minute. Yeah, no, he's probably not having a good experience. Not that people are having great experiences in prison, but of the experiences in prison, going to prison for that definitely makes your experience a lot worse than the average bear. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. it sounds like he deserves. You know, and I, I hate that he's, you know, I hate that he put his life through that, like. I just, I wish he would have avoided that. <laughs> well, he had 13 opportunities too. And actually he probably had way more because those are just the 13, the 13 counts. Mm -hmm. Which if you got 13 counts, that means you're a serial predator. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a lot of women out there that didn't say anything. You know, so... Yeah, shout out to you like that, you know, and wow, I hate to hear shit like that. So you getting people coming to Star Factory saying the same thing, bro? Um, not like assault, but like um, just holding up their projects, you know, not giving them their, their, their masters, their sessions, not, not finishing their songs uh, until, you know, they kind of agree to do something. Um, and this is people like that they paying too. So it's just crazy. It's, 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 it's wild. So yeah, that's wild, especially in Detroit. Cause like you would think they that their brother or their uncle or somebody would show up strapped. Still could. Yeah. I think they, yeah. I think they, they, they'd be finding the ones that they can do that too. I'm I don't curious, think they do though. it to everybody. How, how, Christina, I, like, I didn't hear about any of this on the show. Maybe I missed that part. No, this wasn't really verbalized much on the show. It wasn't shown on the show, at least. Sisters need to know about this. We talk, we going to talk about it if there's a season two, for sure. Yeah, you know, because, I, I, yeah, like, it's... You hear things, but you don't necessarily, you know, you just hear like so-and-so said so-and-so, but you don't, you don't typically hear somebody that went through it because they don't want the repercussions or whatever. And it doesn't like you, you don't really need those people anymore. Yeah. You know, and I think that the young sisters coming up definitely need to know what they're getting themselves into and kind of how to maneuver 
around that and take take ownership of their own situation and not have to deal with them. Like I have come across quite a few sisters now that make their own beats that do that are self contained. Amazing. Yeah, well, technology think, has made it easier. Made it easier. I agree. I think that what I would say to a young woman in the music career industry trying to get off on a music career um, artistry is if this is something that God has called you to and it's truly in your destiny, God will cover you and he will connect you with the right people. You don't have to sell yourself short. You don't have to sell your body. You don't have to do something strange for some studio time. You don't have to do any of that. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you know, if this is for you, it's going to happen and you're going to be connected to the right people. Okay. So, um, you know, I think more women need to believe in them, themselves and their, and their, um, you know, really, what they bring to the table as artists. And I'm sorry, I, I I just looked at the time. I'm sorry. Um, if people want to get in touch with you guys, how do they go about doing that? Uh, the DMs. Go ahead, slide into mine, and you step into hers. <laughs> um, mine is Brandon Smith Inc. I N C. Are you listening to yourself, bro? He's crazy. It's always like that. <laughs> you killing me over here. Step into my DMs. You can step into my DMs at Christina Bowman Smith on Instagram. You gotta do that special knock too. You gotta knock. <laughs> oh, the, your fashion game is killing them too. By the way. Thank you. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love y'all. Love it, y'all. It, it, like you could y'all love each other, and you could see it. You know, it, you can it, see it. it? You, you actually can. Yes. That's good. Yes. Get off my boot. Oh my. <laughs> see, we doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of the cameras, babe. Oh my Not god. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let y'all go enjoy the rest of y'all evening. <laughs> well, we enjoyed our time with you. Uh, it was an honor and a privilege, and very yeah, yo, y'all was looking mean as hell in the beginning. Like I'm telling Rita, like they look like they don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, you was like, I'm good, y'all okay? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, damn, y'all like it looked like y'all just got through arguing or something. And I'm like, damn, I, I feel like when you knock on your friend's door and they just had a real heated argument and then you walk in and you like, you know what? Um I I, I gotta go check on the kids. You leave immediately. No That's, y'all had that. He look. had he had literally he had literally jumped off of a a FaceTime vocal lesson and I literally just walked into the building. So it's kinda like rushing here, rush the kids to the back. And jump on real quick. So I think we were just like, okay, okay, but yeah, no argument. Sketchy there not, for a not today, yeah. at least. Not today. Well, that's good. That, that that's good. Yeah, hey. we've all been there. Trust me. We made it through a day. <laughs> anyway, y'all. <laughs>
Y'all have a good one. If if there's anything I could possibly do for y'all in the future, please don't hesitate to ask. Okay, Definitely. we appreciate it. Appreciate you for having right. us. And four songs, bro. Thank you. I'm gonna bug you about those. I'm gonna bug you about those four oh. songs too. Yeah, I got you. It's coming. Stay tuned and don't forget. You said you'll be at my first show, so I'll be there. I'll absolutely be there. All right, y'all have a good one and and, and bye to the babies. That's so adorable right Bye-bye. there. <laughs> Yo, that was a. I'm sorry that that the, the the visual wasn't the best. Um, it is what it is sometimes with technology. But yo, I thoroughly enjoyed them. What a beautiful couple and and a wonderful conversation. Um, please make sure y'all go support them and anything they're doing. Um, go look up Star Factory on Instagram. Um, Brandon and Christina both have uh, Instagram pages. Um, and make sure you go check out Love and Marriage Detroit. Uh, Russell and Kobe, if y'all out there, would love to have y'all on the show to make the, the trifecta complete. I got Nuri Muhammad coming up in less than an hour, so I'll be right back. I definitely appreciate y'all time, y'all energy, and support. Shout out to Pretty Ugly and Black Gun Owners Magazine, man. Like, like I can't, th- I can't possibly thank you enough. Yo, bruh, uh, I need somebody else, man. Hook me up with somebody else, man. And you know, I got, I got to do something for the community. You know, uh, the, the the Black Gun Owners community. Um, so it's been a, I don't know. It's been about a good month, almost two. It's time. It's time to uh, put somebody else on the show, man, and, and and keep that energy going with black gun owners across the diaspora. Anyway, on that note, I'll see y'all in a minute. I'm out. This is Jobs. It's been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Y'all have a good one. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.